Hello and welcome to Fertility Talks, the Therapy Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Von Medding. This week, I had the pleasure of welcoming back baby Izzy and her two mums, Rita and Debbie, to chat about how Izzy was conceived and their journey to parenthood. Because I already had that kind of preconception as well, that I was like a little bit worried about my fertility, that I was like, look, let's just give ourselves the best possible chance. I didn't know you were adopted. Do you know any of your biological family? No. What does it feel like to have the first person in your life who is biologically connected to you now? I think in some ways could have been at times like a little bit harder for you not doing the physical part because you're, you know, obviously trying to support me through it. And you're both going through it. And Mm -hmm. yes, a lot of the times the majority of the treatment is actually physically happening to one person. Both of you are going through this. People being named as a guardian, that's not, it's not enough. so happy that you both came in this evening to talk to me and we have a very special guest here my co-host Izzy who's eight weeks old and hosting a podcast which is very advanced yeah I have to say (laughs) Mensa is calling (laughs) thank you so much for coming in um it was a pleasure meeting you at our baby event last year and um just we love welcoming people back you know, to hear about their stories and and what led them to therapy and to becoming parents. So you're both very sleep deprived, I believe. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. The giant glasses are hiding the bags. (laughs) No, hiding mine. Um, So maybe you could both introduce yourselves and a little bit about you. Yeah. Well, I'm Rita. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 32 years old, didn't carry the baby happy that I didn't carry the baby but you'll see what happens in the future yeah and I'm Deborah. um I am 35 I'll be 36 in February and I did have the pleasure of carrying Izzy and I have to say it was you know very lucky it was all a very smooth sailing very good pregnancy mm-hmm. um and fairly smooth smooth sailing birth as well I have to say even though I'm yeah. like I'm not doing it again. It's definitely <laughs> Rita's next up. Well, to be fair, it's eight weeks after. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone eight weeks after is like, oh, I'm going to do that again. Yeah. Well, I'm going to write myself a strongly worded letter just in case. <laughs> in case you get any notions. Yeah, in case I forget. So tell me a bit about how you two met. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, what, 11 years ago? Yeah. Um, yeah. And we had both basically we both broke our leg around the same time um and we had like friends in common and stuff and then kind of just got talking over the fact that we both had that's broken so legs. random yeah. i was yeah. not expecting you to say that yeah I know. but broken that's such limbs. a funny way <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. have met yeah okay yeah um so that was kind of the start of it your break wasn't too bad was it Oh no, mine was standard. I just yeah. jumped off with swing and playground. <laughs> I was like on crutches for about six months, so mine was pretty bad. So we had been talking for like a while before we even mm-hmm. like met up or anything. Um, and it wasn't, I don't know, like I didn't know initially like whether it was going to be romantic or not. Yeah. Like, I suppose on my side, I kind of felt like from when we were talking and stuff, but um, I didn't know whether there was going to be anything. But yeah, luckily there was. Turns out there was, yeah. yeah. And did you talk about kids early on, or like how you? Yeah. You're quite young. Yeah, I think the together, conversation yeah? was always open. Yeah, yeah. we were young. Um, yeah, I was twenty. When yeah. We, yeah, yeah. When we met. Um, um, but like once it kind of 
became serious. Um, yeah, like we were both quite open about like wanting kids mm. and you know stuff like that. And like, I suppose like your views in general. Like obviously, um, marriage wasn't legal at the time, yep. um, when we first got together. So, like, even though it wasn't legal, it was always something that I think both of us wanted. Mm-hmm. Um even if it hadn't have become legal we would have done some kind of ceremony anyway yeah. just as commitment to each other um but yeah like it was always our kind of our, our values aligned um i think it's important probably to talk about that early on as well yeah, yeah. i don't want to get like too we far down the road the and then like Ooh. yeah the same plan, yeah. yeah and same kind of family values and stuff as well yeah. so and when you when you talked about babies did you ever kind of have a kind of preconception or notions of like who would carry first or how you would do it? Would you go through a clinic? What sort of donor you would use? Like, are those all things you had talked about? Yeah, as we well? didn't get like, yeah. I suppose, too deep into it um, at first. Like I kind of always had in my head. So when I was about 16, I had a GP tell me that I have polycystic ovaries. Mm. And, you know, I know totally ridiculous because many people have yeah. polycystic ovaries go on to have births yeah, no yeah, problem yeah. but in my head I always thought oh that might be kind of an obstacle do you know yeah. to having kids yeah, yeah. there so I think that was always in the back of my mind um when it came to talking about actually like we're going to go and pursue this um I think we kind of just landed on me just because I'm a few years older yeah. that was basically yeah. I was kind of mm-hmm. like if I want to carry I should probably do it first do it first yeah 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 so at what point did you decide you were ready to start looking for a clinic? Um, it was right after, well, we were supposed to get married in 2020 and then obviously get yeah, yeah. put off because of COVID and that kind of thing. And that's when we were kind of chatting about it. We were mm. like, okay, we'll focus on, you know, actually getting married, setting a date when we can. Mm-hmm. And then we'll look at um, going to a clinic. And then it was around the July. So we were married in the August. And the July before that is when we started hearing about therapy. Yeah and two weeks after we were married we were in here <laughs> for an appointment <laughs> yeah I thought Rita was going to die because I had like before we got married I had contacted a couple of clinics just yeah. to get an idea sure. of um you know I suppose like their process and yeah, you yeah. know stuff like that and I actually hadn't heard back from anywhere yeah. and um then when Rita had said because I hadn't heard about therapy for yeah. fertility and when Rita had said about it and we'd looked into it I had like contacted just uh, like you know a random like web yeah, yeah, form yeah. or whatever um kind of expecting oh, okay I haven't heard back from the other clinic so it might take months and literally two weeks after we you were married were I walked into yeah. like the sitting room and yeah. I was like um we have a, an appointment up the therapy fertility and she was like we're only married two weeks and I was like yeah well, we've been together 10 years yeah, you yeah, know yeah. so yeah um, this is locked in <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah it was really like obviously a little bit nerve-wracking coming up in for mm. that initial appointment but I think we both felt amazing leaving it just because yeah. the amount of information we were given mm. and I don't know like like I don't know how you felt but for me I was a little bit nervous about with any clinic about how maybe we were going to be treated being a same-sex couple mm-hmm. um and just from the get-go when we came in here it wasn't <laughs> like you know there was nothing there and even like I suppose you can see from the advertising and everything yeah. like it's yeah. inclusive yeah. um so that was good but yeah we got a lot of information in that first initial meeting yeah to kind of like take away and we didn't feel like there was any pressure either like it didn't feel like it was like a a sales pitch you know what I mean like it was like here you go here's all the information yeah Yeah. okay like no harassment after that you know like 
Um, so we were able to go off and kind of discuss things. Yeah, and especially nice. after that, we initially thought we were just going to do IUI. Yeah. Mm. But then it was after that meeting we we're like, mm, maybe we'll do IVF instead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we calculated the cost and there wasn't that much in the difference cost-wise to know the better effect IVF would have over yeah. IUI. Because um, I think we would just have to fear that it wouldn't work. Yeah, like yeah. I know there's obviously plenty of people who have like great success with IUI. Yeah. Um, first time and everything, but yeah, I think because I already had that kind of preconception as well that I was like a little bit worried about my fertility. Sure. Yeah. Um, that I was like, look, like let's just give ourselves the best possible chance. Yeah. You know, to do this. Um, and, and I think we did. yeah, and I, I think a lot of people don't understand when you're talking about donor sperm as well. Like that's. A quite a significant cost mm-hmm. yeah yeah and when you're talking about using donor sperm with IVF versus donor sperm with IUI you have to pay the same amount per IUI yeah. for the donor yeah. sperm as you do for one cycle of IVF so it's definitely a consideration yeah for anyone who is con- considering a cycle be that IUI or IVF with donor yeah. sperm and like yeah. you know like obviously having not done IUI but like when they were going through kind of the differences with mm. us like you know the main thing that stood out to me in the difference wise was the egg collection you know mm. because I was like other than that like you still have to take your medications yeah. and you have to you know so because like even though it seems so ridiculous now to say it but I was so nervous about the injections yeah like now I'm like yeah. <laughs> like no problem but um yeah like I was like well you know you kind of have to do a lot of the it's a lot of the same journey yeah um to a certain point you know so and Rita how did you find kind of coming through as the partner because they're so inclusive here yeah they don't make you feel awkward at all like you are part of the journey even if Mm. you're not carrying the child yeah um or contributing in any way yeah yeah. and they're so inclusive they speak to you like you are the mother do you know what I mean? Well, like, obviously, I am the yeah, mother. Yeah. I know that, yeah. But it's very much like I'm going through it as well. Sure. Um, and whenever she was getting procedures and all done, they were guiding me through everything um, yeah. that was happening. Like, even after the egg collection, I was, I love hospital things. I'm fascinated by them. <laughs> I was like, this is great. Look what's happening here. But then when she went in and then she came out, and it was the first time I'd seen her, like, on a hospital trolley. Mm. And I was like, oh, God. It's hard. Yeah, it was yeah. horrible. But then the nurses, five minutes after she was out we were having a laugh like yeah, yeah. and she was asking for more more biscuits <laughs> yeah, i don't remember anything <laughs> <laughs> thinking she was et with the thing on her finger like and <laughs> the photos are hilarious <laughs> um but yeah no they're so inclusive here they are yeah they really and it's yeah. really important because i think no matter who you are going through treatment <laughs> heterosexual couple single person same sex couple yeah you're both going through it and mm-hmm. yes a lot of the times the majority of the treatment is actually physically happening to one person um sometimes it's split between two people but it's both of you are going through this yeah you know and it's really important yeah. that no well, especially matter, like the yeah. emotional toll mm. yeah you know because it is like even thing. though we have you know have obviously had like a really positive experience mm. like i know you know a lot of people obviously going through fertility treatment um have a lot more downs than we had yeah but like it's still an absolute roller coaster, yeah. you know, it mm-hmm. really is. And like that, you know, I think in some ways could have been at times like a little bit harder for you not doing the physical part because yeah. you're, you know, obviously yeah. trying to support me through it and deal with my <laughs> insane emotions. Yeah. 
Well, and I think like it actually took two goes yeah. for it to work. And the first time it didn't work, it's you're grieving something that was never technically there. Yeah, it's horrible. And it, you're waiting those two weeks for the news, and then you get that phone call, and it's the worst in the world. You mm. feel like your world is crumbling, mm-hmm. and that you've lost something. And then I think during that time, Deborah was blaming herself. Mm. Do you know, like she was like, "Oh, it's my body. What did I do that it didn't work?" And it, there was nothing that she did. Like she had no control over it. Yeah. I had no control over it. It was just what was going to happen. Mm. And then, then it worked the second time. And that phone call is. <laughs> Oh yeah, nothing can describe that phone call. Like you're just like, sorry, say it again. So on your second embryo transfer, like on both times, were you testing at home? No, we didn't test at all the first time. No, yeah, no, no we didn't. So um, we just came in, did the blood, blood test, um, and waited for that phone call. Um, like, I think we'd kind of, like, in our heads, there was a baby there. You know what yeah, I mean? Not yeah. that like yeah. from the get go. So. It was very hard getting yeah. that phone call. So yeah. on the second round, we decided the morning I was going in for the blood test. Yeah. We were like, right, we'll do a test that morning. So you're and I was more so just because I was like, so I can be prepared mm-hmm. for that no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there was a line there. And I was like, <laughs> I was more annoyed than I think I wasn't even yeah, happy. Yeah, 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 so yeah, I was yeah. like, why did we do this? I was like, because that's probably like a false positive. Now yeah. it's going to be even worse when we get that phone call. Yeah. Like I still couldn't, I just couldn't let myself. Yeah. believe it then um and then when we got the phone call i think you know i think the girl on the other end was kind of like are you still there because i was just like so in shock like yeah. we both were weren't we we just were like what like even though you're now like that's obviously the outcome you want yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're just like what you oh my god absolutely like the first one yeah floored yeah, by it's it surreal like, mm. yeah. yeah um how did you find the process of selecting a donor really strange yeah Yeah. at first (laughs) really strange because it's children's photos that's what i found very bizarre that it's like you're flicking through an argos catalog of children yeah i thought we were going to go on and just get to see all these you know hunky men yeah gorgeous men and kind of be like you know this will be fun like you know to sit down with a glass of wine and go through but uh yeah when we first went on to it and it was kid photos we kind of had to take a little step back at first because we were like oh wasn't expecting that you know yeah um but once you get your head around it yeah yeah and then like we had a few select few and then i was like we need to go into medical history yeah yeah um but so in depth it the is, information yeah. that they provide is yeah. stuff you never know about people <clears throat> yeah um so the medical history was a big thing for me i was like mm. making sure that you know one of them definitely had a history of cancer in the family mm. so i was like that's them ruled out like yeah. I, I just yeah, don't yeah. want that risk and then another one had heart disease in the family mm. and I was like oh no well I don't yeah, want yeah. that either and thankfully <clears> the <throat> one that we did settle on had yeah. a very good um, medical history yeah. in, in the family so yeah. we hope that, that continues yeah. especially because like it was really important to us because I'm adopted so I don't know my like my family um, medical background mm. as such so we were kind of like we don't know say like obviously as far as we're aware I'm perfectly healthy so that's fine yeah. but um you know it was really important for us to kind of like look into all that and there really is just an amazing amount of information on mm. it though to be fair I didn't know you were adopted do you know any of your biological family no so what does it feel like to have the first person in your life who is biologically connected to you now um 
this is going to sound terrible because it doesn't feel any different. Yeah. It's just never yeah. been. Yeah. Like, um, like my parents, I, I can't even pinpoint how they did it because like it was just amazing that they did it. But like we always knew, me and my sister yeah. always knew we were adopted. That's amazing. Like they used yeah. to sit us down. I remember, I have a memory of being like really young and them sitting us down. They were like giving us the spiel. But at mm. that stage we knew it was the spiel. Do you know, yeah. we were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, we know. we're special. Like, Mom blah, 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 blah. and dad, okay. <laughs> yeah. you know. We were like, that's yeah, yeah. fine. Can we go play now? You know, <laughs> so it was never like this big surprise that's amazing. to us um, and you know I've always like I have nothing but respect mm. for my biological mother because mm. I'm like especially having gone through now mm. a pregnancy and, and having a child I'm like to be able to give your child up for mm. them to have a better life that you can't provide for them I just think is like unimaginable oh strength. my god yeah. absolutely yeah. amazing yeah. Um, but yeah like for me I'm just like you know Izzy doesn't feel any different than your other to family. me than my yeah. other family as I'm sure for Rita she doesn't yeah, feel yeah. absolutely and this it's it's a funny thing about yeah. you know adoption and, and donors and blended families and and all sorts of kind of different family types we see now like genetics do, isn't it what makes no. you no no not at all because um, no, even yeah. for like Rita's mom um has like you know biological grandkids as such if you want to put it that way so I was kind of like in my head thinking I was like I wonder will you know her mom feel any different about Isabella yeah yeah. um and like you can just tell by her she doesn't at all because I knew obviously my mom wouldn't because you know yeah like but like even say if Rita had a carried I knew my mom wouldn't because obviously I'm adopted but um yeah like she your mom doesn't at all like she just adores her like the same she does like you know the other grandkids it's a funny thing though sometimes you don't know until you're in the situation i think Mm. um i'm not genetically connected to to our kids um and i I think that was a worry for my mom yeah she was like am i their step am i their step grandmother i'm like no you're just their grandma yeah Yeah. you know and once they're here that all kind of falls away because yeah i think it's nearly kind of like a little kind of what would you call it not even politics but it's like this little kind of hang up people have in their head yeah but like i always think like you know it's like when a baby's a surprise you know like sometimes it can take people a little bit to get their head around it but Mm -hmm. once that baby is there like how you can have anything but like just amazement and love for them you know absolutely yeah yeah. um so in terms of the actual cycle and kind of going through it and i know you said the injections you were a bit worried about them but Mm. how did you find the actual cycle and did you do injections yourself or rita did you do the injections or no, I wish she'd let me do them. She yeah. wouldn't. Because <laughs> you're fascinated offered. with hospital things. Yeah, so. I thought I was going to get to jabber every night. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rita did offer it, to be fair. But I kind of was like, because I was so nervous about doing it, I was like, You I wanted the control over, yeah. yeah. Because I was like, what, you know, what about, say, there's going to potentially be times that Rita's not there to do it. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, some of them are, you know, it's time. Time and, specific, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, I, no, I have to get over it yeah. and, and do it myself. And then yeah. once I was kind of doing it, I was fine. Yeah, um, there's nothing to you. Doing yeah. it in the car and all. <laughs> well, that one was a time one. <laughs> it was like a time-specific one and I was collecting Rita from the Lewis and obviously just happened to go inside with the time. So I was like, had to just happen in the, um, in the car park. They're actually not as bad as people think. No, you know? it's not. It's not. But, um, the cycle itself, though, like, I actually found it grand like I think um the thought of everything 
is more daunting than yeah. you were very mellow yeah. going through it which yeah. is very odd for you yeah I'm quite an anxious person generally yeah. um, and we can't believe how much like pregnancy has calmed her down has kind of mellowed well, me out <laughs> you'd, you'd be surprised at the number of people who say that that pregnancy kind of mellows them and I don't know is it like just super flooded with hormones yeah. and just yeah. you're kind of like instinct takes over of like you know you have this like really amazing thing you're doing yeah I don't know it's bizarre I like I think everyone it. um you know my mom <laughs> included like my mom was like oh god what is what is <laughs> yeah. she going to be like <laughs> we all <laughs> but, uh, thought it yeah everyone was kind of like oh. <laughs> yeah. but um god that makes me sound like I'm a nightmare <laughs> <generally anyway. laughs> no. but um no it definitely I just feel like everything just it just all felt so right yeah you know so yeah. And then in terms of like the like the outcome of the egg collection and the, mm-hmm. you know, fertilization with the donor sperm, how many embryos did you end up getting? And I know you so, had one transfer that was unsuccessful, but yeah, we had gotten from the egg collection, we'd gotten six eggs, mm-hmm. wasn't it? And five then five eggs, I fertilized, oh, yeah. I think. And yeah. then we ended up with two embryos that were of good enough a grade. So um, you transferred one. So yeah. she was, mm-hmm. she was the, she was the one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> She, she was the last chance. Yeah, yeah she was. She's yeah. the lotto, lotto winning baby. Remember after the egg collection and you were waking up and, you know, Dr. John came in and he said, you know, we got six eggs mm. and you were really upset because yeah. it was only six eggs and you're like, it's only six. Yeah. Because you keep thinking that you need 15 or I 25. Know, yeah. 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 Um, but it really doesn't matter how many eggs you get. Yeah. yeah. And um, to be fair, like he was brilliant at kind of like, you know, kind of like, reiterating that kind of being like look you know it is 100 percent quality over quantity like yes, he was really. like yeah. you could have 15 eggs and none of them will yeah. Fertilize. yeah um and like even down to that like i d- i don't think it was until like the day of the egg collection that it kind of hit us that like potentially none of these could fertilize yeah. you know yeah. or potentially none of them yeah could be of good enough quality yeah. so and obviously you know everyone knows you shouldn't google when you're going through anything yeah but, but everyone does yeah, yeah everyone does and i just felt like everything i read was just you know like heartbreaking mm. and you know people saying about like you know i think that's why it worried me only getting say the six eggs mm. because everything online was like you know oh i got 13 eggs i got yeah. like and i was like oh god i was yeah. like you know just thinking I was like our chances are just dwindling down yeah. like you know what she just goes to show all you need is one all you need <laughs> yeah. is one need absolutely is one. um so you kind of mentioned that maybe you might switch reverse roles in the future mm-hmm. yeah potentially but I think the conversation also mm. needs to be had that is I actually don't know if I ever want to be pregnant yeah mm. um and that's like pure selfish reasons I just don't know if I can go through it yeah. I just don't know if it's for me yeah and um, and I do think a lot of people don't talk about that because everybody thinks mm-hmm. females should just want to be pregnant yeah 100% and um, and I, I really don't know if it is for me I, if we do go again it would be me yeah you've done your share <laughs> no but like we have had conversations and even when we were going through it you know before we knew mm-hmm. I you know was okay to go like we had talked about saying like look I was like if you don't want to carry or if you don't feel ready to or whatever like I was like just if I can't doesn't mean you have to you know what I mean like we can look at other options or you know we even we had talked about if it never happens Mm -hmm. like what does that mean for us and we very much agreed we were like look 
we're in this relationship for each other, not just to just for yeah. babies. Yeah, yeah, just to have yeah, a child. Yeah. So It'll just be a house um, full of dogs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I would There's just. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I would have just filled the house with dogs <laughs> completely. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I guess like, it's. Do you know what? It's I and that's the like the. Oh, little Missy. She's making sure she gets heard. Yeah, she's like, what about me? Do I not have a choice here? I want a sibling. (laughs) That's not fair. Um, That's, I I suppose, the thing about, like, having two women going through it is options, Mm. you know? So many options. There's a lot of options, you know, there's, you know, and if you decide that none of those options are right for you, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my wife was 100% the same. She doesn't want to ever be pregnant. She did go through the egg collection because we used her eggs, mm. but she didn't want to be pregnant. Yeah. And she was just lucky she married someone who did want to be pregnant. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so it is, it's nice to be able to kind of just have conversations about it and, you know, look at what different ways might work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. no, no two couples or two people are ever going to want to do the exact same thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, I mean, if it came to a thing that we were talking about, you know, we were further down the road. Yeah, <laughs> you're like not right now. Yeah, just to be right clear, <laughs> um, and we were talking about it, and Rita was like, "Look, I really don't want to carry. Yeah. Like, I would fully support that. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I necessarily would be jumping to go again. <laughs> yeah." I don't know how I'm going to feel down the line like I'm just you know very much the whole time I'm just kind of like I don't like I know I had it really good yeah and I don't like and it was still hard yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I'm like I don't know if I'd get that lucky again yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. but um yeah you had it very easy except for you got the gestational diabetes like yeah, if I got that and I couldn't have cake no <laughs> no all bets off yeah <laughs> it wouldn't be worth it like <laughs> living with me not eating cake for nine months no did you hear that she wouldn't not eat cake for you for nine months <laughs> for, for a sibling okay <laughs> for a sibling that doesn't exist yeah i don't know but like part of me doesn't want her to be an only child yeah yeah just because i'm really close like with my sister and stuff yeah um like i would have loved if there were they were twins yeah you were saying that the whole time and you were like like, stop wishing that yeah stop it yeah because she is a twin so that's why she really wanted it so i kept asking on every scan are you sure there's one too yeah you had me so freaked out though that i was constantly like i was like and there's only one and they were like did they transfer more than one yeah yeah you're like no 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 just making sure just making sure making sure they didn't split there yeah i know um so in terms of like how you've kind of found the experience of becoming parents what has that been like because I know it's like getting hit by a train mm. like a really wonderful train but yeah. it is but a train nonetheless yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah, um, honestly it's not as hard as I thought it was going to be I thought it would be a lot worse than it is yeah now in saying that she is a very very good baby um, she'll only cry if she wants something. Yeah. Like she is very yeah. good, but cue her starting to cry. Yeah, she's yeah. like, I want something. <laughs> yeah. I want something immediately. Um, but you know how we do the the night thing. I think we have it down to a T. We're actually like we don't both get up. Oh yeah, um, no, you have to tag team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's Divide the that's the mistake people make early on is both people getting up all the time. Yeah. So um, makes it a no. lot easier. Um, no. So. We're actually not even in the same room. <laughs> Absolutely, I know people yeah. who for years don't like 
Actually yeah. Well, we'll do it yeah. until she can see oh, yeah. for herself. But then <laughs> you're like, I'm not saying years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going there. Yeah. Um, it was really helpful though, especially like when we first came home. We literally did night on, night off. Yeah. Um, which was great because it meant because obviously she was feed more often then yeah, as well. Yeah. Um, but it just meant then that you know we weren't <laughs> ready to murder each like, other either. The Walking Dead. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and now that reaches back and work. I'll kind of do the nights, say, during the week. Sure. Which, to be fair, like, the nights, I have been finding actually easier than the day, and touch wood, long may that continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because she sleeps quite well, and, yeah. you know, after a bottle, she's happy to go down, yeah. and, you know, yeah. there's no problems. It's during the day where she's like, I want, if I'm asleep, I want to be on top of you yeah, <laughs> the yeah, whole yeah. time. Um, that's a bit harder. But then, obviously, Rita will do the weekends, then the night feed, so I kind of feel like I'm like, Woohoo. <laughs> Get to go into like the big bed on the <laughs> <thing. No. laughs> It's great. Have a beer, watch yeah. TV. Party at the weekend. Yeah, pretty much. Although partying now at the weekend is very different. I'm like <laughs> one beer into bed early. It's <laughs> you know, living my wildlife. <laughs> um yeah. and have you kind of faced any kind of challenges along the way in terms of like, you know, just being a same sex couple, having two you know, she has two moms. Or have you found it, like, obviously I'm asking this as someone who, like, my kids are not that old, but, like, every year we're making so much progress. Mm. Yeah. Um, so when we had our kids in 20, we went through treatment in 2015. So, you know, it was a different Ireland, yeah. Then, yeah. you know. Yeah, of course. So what has it been like for you, for you? It's been smooth sailing for us for the moment. Now, there is a form mm. that makes me very angry because we are starting to register a birth yeah. and stuff um and well i can't even think about what the form is called it's but. yeah it's essentially yeah the form for one thing the fact that like the form so it's a different form for um donor conceived children yeah. but for one thing it's not readily available you have to go yeah. off an email to yeah. chase that which is kind of like it's like why isn't it just there with yeah. the other one you know as yeah. an option but on the form um for so if it's like a heterosexual couple mm. conceived with donor, um, you can be named as father. But if you're a same-sex couple, it's mother and parent, you know? Mm. And that just annoyed me because I'm like, I understand, okay, you need to differentiate Between maybe, but like birth, yeah. surely there's another way to do that yeah. and still name us both as her yeah. mother because that's yeah. what we are, you yeah. know? Um, like, Even if it said biological or something. Yeah, yeah, something. There's like, surely there's other terminology that can be used but you know I think for us like I mean for for you sitting there that probably sounds so petty no no but it it doesn't because yeah for me obviously when we had our kids I had to register as a single parent Mm. even though I wasn't their biological mother I gave birth to them but they were genetically my wife's and she was a legal stranger to them so like that was the situation we were in but the thing is I want people now who are going through treatment and who don't have to deal with all that, mm-hmm. like you should be annoyed about that yeah. because yeah. that is something it's that is degrading. still wrong. Like, yeah. It's like, no, I'm her mother. Yeah. It, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. But we are getting there. Yeah. Um, oh, well, I'm ready to get outside that doll. <laughs> <laughs> I am ready to get Martin. <laughs> there, yeah. you know, there's still lots of changes that need to be made in terms of protection for LGBTQ plus families, but yeah. it is, it is great that you're annoyed about that and not annoyed about the fact that you're not 
considered her parent at all yeah yeah, you know? yeah no 100% and we know like we we do know and we really appreciate the fact that you know Rita will be seen legally as her parent yeah like you know I don't I think a lot of people you know heterosexual couples don't maybe necessarily understand that people going through say um like treatment and stuff that like not being named as their legal parent like mm-hmm. you know people being named as a guardian that's not it's, it's not, not enough same. like yeah. you know it's and not i think people don't thing. realize how how recent this is mm. you know if you had gone through treatment in you know early 2020 or in 2019 you would not yeah, be in the situation you would be yeah. named as a sole parent <clears throat> yeah on a birth cert you know so are you getting hungry She's looking a bit worried. Is, is this a hungry face or what is this? She shouldn't be due her bottle for no, like another she, um, hour, but she does like to change it up sometimes. Yeah, she's like, just move me around. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she, loves she does. Dance. Yeah, she does like um, people to like not necessarily be comfortable all the time. And she's not like, let's stand still. Yeah. Let's yeah. move. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Uh, we all, my wife always called it baby aerobics. She <laughs> yeah. get the baby and like that's a good way to describe <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, just go around like this, just always yeah. moving. Yeah, that's yeah. never stopping. She's like, yeah, she can just be a bit, just get walk. a bit of trapped wind though, and it makes it quite yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, um, well, it's it's great to hear the experience yeah. and how the experience is changing, mm. um, and hopefully, you know, that will continue to to change for people over the coming years. Yeah, yeah. So we get to a point that no matter who you are and yeah, whatever whatever treatment you're going through, yeah. um, that you're just all treated equally. Equally. Yeah. And your, your kids are too. I can't Hi. imagine what it's like um, for two men going through it. I really, ca- I really can't like the whole yeah. surrogacy law. That's also <laughs> there is being. Yeah. yeah, it's infuriating. Yeah. Like it's yeah. what makes them any different. Who is oh, mom well. and who is mama, or have you decided on? Oh, we, we haven't decided. Yet. <laughs> so I think we're going to let her decide. Yeah. yeah. Um, when she starts babbling and doing all that, but right now we both just say mama. Yeah. We're like, you want to go to mama? Where's yeah. mama? And she's probably like, oh, I can't Which one? Here. <laughs> Which one? Yeah. Oh, well, she thinks Deborah's a lamp half the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, where's Mama? And she'll look at this lamp. Um, um, like, I love lamp. <laughs> I'm I'm Mama, and we originally had called my wife uh, Mommy, and mm. we were trying to force Mommy, but then when our oldest daughter started to talk, she couldn't pronounce it, and she would just say Mom, 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 Mom. <laughs> so she became Mom, Mom. Yeah, and now it would be really weird if she was mommy. Yeah, yeah, really weird. Yeah, I think you just let them. Yeah, you decide. let them. Yeah. You know, they may just call you your names. They may, they, you know. Yeah. I know kids who are like, you know, sometimes I get called Renee, and they think yeah. it's hilarious. Really? Like, don't call me Renee. <laughs> yeah, my mom's like that. My sister yeah, yeah, yeah. purposely calls mother. my mom by her name yeah, to yeah, annoy yeah. her. She's like, stop calling me Bridgie. <laughs> um. Well, thank you so much for coming in and, and chatting know, and you know we might we might see you again but even even if you know you don't go through treatment again I hope you'll you'll bring her back <laughs> to visit oh yeah she has friends from here yeah yeah she has a little friend from here ironically enough a girl that I work with was like I think a week behind us every step mm. of the way like so when they'd have when we'd have an appointment they'd be a week after us the whole yeah. time yeah so she has a little friend yeah who is actually born before yeah it's it's very cute that she has somebody that was made the exact yeah. same way as her yeah it's really um, special yeah and she has two moms as well so 
at least you'll have friends growing up that yeah. have the same yeah. set up. Yeah. Set up that we oh, have. it's so important. Yeah. 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 And look, all babies are special, but I'm a bit biased in thinking that, you know, IVF babies, you know, a little, little, a little, magic, a little bit of magic. Yeah. 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 A lot of love. A lot of love and a little magic. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's how I yeah. tell her she was yeah. made all the yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so congratulations. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to take her home now, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if it's just for night, that's you're fine. Like, <laughs> you're like, is this babysitting service included? Yeah. <laughs> it seems to be working well. You have her the whole time. Yeah.